Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Kavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Well, I'm here in the James Stevens Clubhouse in Larchfield and we have a cast of thousands and many All-Ireland medal winners, many county championship medal winners, many administrators, so a cast, as I say, of many and uh, it's an honour and a privilege to be here among such elite guys and I'm going to start off with uh, with Val Malone and Val, uh, coming up the week of a county final, we'll talk to the lads about whether they feel they were expecting to be here or not, but what does it mean for the James Stevens Club, Val, to be in a county final? It's great to be in the county, any county final, it'll be under 13 to 2 senior is great to be in it and to prepare the programme for like to, like of yourself and, uh, obviously it creates an extra bit of buzz around the place for everybody it does everybody is delighted once we get into a county final everybody is delighted Nicky everybody everybody and uh, Dennis Carney you kindly organised everything for me Dennis uh, from your perspective Dennis what does the county final day mean to you from a James Stevens perspective my first one Nicky so it's all new to me so it's a wonderful experience it's a great experience to be involved with a club of James Stevens statue to be involved in putting bits and pieces together but I'm well abled and assisted by the club people here so most of the things I have to do is been already done so it's about just putting people together and putting them together in the right places and to be turning up in time and doing things in time Nicky so it's great Paddy Nari is the club chairman Paddy a big occasion for you you've been through county finals before with James Stevens uh, what about the supporters what are they saying to you was this a day you expected because it didn't look like for a while during the course of the year that uh, we were going to see James Stevens in a county final but those of us who've been around long enough always know never to write the likes of you guys off. Nicky, we set out every year to be in the county final. It mightn't always happen, but that's the general idea. And every club is probably in the same boat. But there's only two teams can be in it, and we're delighted to be in it this year. Now, looking at the start of the year, fan, I mean, you've, you're a, a very astute judge of all the games that go on. Your own honest expectations of the club, how they were going, did it take the league to kind of uh, get the team into the right shape and into their players in the right positions? Because there was quite a number of changes coming into the championship, and to be credit to the lads over them, they're, they're, they're working well. Ah, yeah, they're going well enough. We were poor enough again, Glenmore, in, below and uh, Greg Namana. But we were only beaten in the rest of the matches be a goal or three points. So we were there thereabouts in the mall. It's only to hit it on the right day, which we did. And we're hoping that we hit it up another notch Sunday. You have a lot of young players that have come through the club ranks and of course wore a Kilkenny jersey at various, various levels and they're showing in recent matches a lot more maturity than we've seen in a while so they seem to have grown in and taken on the responsibility that maybe we didn't see as evident earlier in the year. Yeah, that's probably true. But sure, young players, all them lads are 23 and 24 years of age. I mean, it's time to be stepping up now. As you know yourself through your own career, that when you're that age, if, if you don't enjoy it at that age, you'll never enjoy it, you know. And probably, Eamon, I suppose, when we go back to our own time, maybe the lads are 22 and 3 in Merton, it was always the older age lads and lads into their 30s. But the game of hurling has become a younger man's game now, hasn't it? Well, by all means, it's a, it's a young man's game. It's a, like I said, there's no such thing as a 33 or 4-year-old anymore. It's all 20, early 20s and young college kids. 
they seem to get a lot more hurling as younger lads than what we ever did. But uh, in saying that about the, the team, it, it took them through the league to, to develop. They're beginning to come good now at the right time. So hopefully Sunday, they seem to finish matches strong. So hopefully on Sunday we'll finish the same way. Mick Crotty, James Stevens, they look at the Shamrocks maybe slightly different than other, uh, than other teams. That while you, always have been, you haven't always been successful against them, but there's a confident air about James Stevens every time they go out and play the Shamrocks. As just been said there by Paddy Nary, they not just feel they're going to get to a county final every year, they feel they could win it every year, even if the opposition is a team of the calibre of the Shamrocks. Actually, we never fear the Shamrocks, really. I mean, our, our uh, past history would be quite good against them. I mean, the last twice we played them, we should have probably have to beat them, but something went against us, against the run of play, and we came out to the wrong side. So this is going to be the third time. So as the old saying, third time lucky. So I, I would give them a great uh, chance on Sunday, but there's no way they'd be fearful of them. The team this year, as I've just said to the lads as well, that has grown in a little more confidence. The positions have been different. Maybe it takes a number of games in the league to get that right. And uh, I mean, I we covered the match. Uh, we get broadcasted actually today against yourself and Liz Downey, and you went for a good spell in the second half without uh, scoring. Now you were the better team, no doubt about it. But funnily enough, I think that match kind of uh, was the game that actually brought you on a lot. Well, I remember back early in the first game against Denmore, I think it might have been yourselves commentating, um, and one of the commentators was commenting, he says, don't worry about the village, he says, the village in the early stages, are the, they go out and they play, but they'll improve as the thing goes along, and, he, and the commentator said, wait until the championship start is, starts and you'll see the real village then, and I think that's what's going to happen. Well, that was a village man said that because of the Kelly O'Rourke, one of your own. Go back to, to Fan again. You also have maturity on the team. The likes of Jeremy Cody, who was injured on and off, and that he's back and he's solidified uh, the, the full back line. And as somebody who excelled in that position yourself, key central roles. And Keen Kenny has gone to centre back. We'd never have thought at the start of the year that Keen Kenny would be a centre back. But the central spine of your defence now is really rock solid. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, Cody has steadied up the, the full back line. At least he has a physical presence. You know, he's a big man and he won't be lacking for effort, you know. As you know yourself that you could be the best fullback in the world and still be caught, you know. But see, we're after saying the defence is steady enough. Young Murphy now is after coming into his own and young Donahue. So we're, we're happy enough with our team, you know. Now, of the likes of Conor Brown, Conor Brown is a Kilkenny senior player, so you're obviously expecting more. He's been coming on in a lot more in matches, more influential in the game, and young Brazil has become one of the best free-takers around. When you get opportunities like that, your free-taker, as we saw last Sunday, albeit not great weather in the intermediate, free-takers were key to the outcome of both games. That's been always the case, Nicky, down since Ireland began. The man that hits the place ball over the bar, nine times out of ten, they win. Once you have a good goalkeeper and a good free-taker, you're in with a chance. You take the Shamrocks. Shamrocks have a good goalkeeper, and they probably have the best free-taker we have seen for 40 years, inter-county and club hurling. That's what wins a lot of matches. Eamon Morrissey, obviously Shamrocks Ballyhale, I spoke to Owen Cody recently and they're a team on a mission. They feel they totally left to be hunting in Ballygunner. They've had some awful tragedy in the club and they're 50 years old. So they're a team on a mission this year. So that may be, maybe that makes it easier um, for, for them that can go into the game maybe with maybe somewhat less pressure because that's the type of guys they are. But they have a lot resting on their shoulders. How would you see this? It's a big, it's a big influence for, or a big thing for them to, to go. They're going for five in a row at the moment. So uh, to me, and to me, they're the best club team in the country. 
So it's going to be hard on our lads to win it, but look at the fact that we're there, we're in with the shout. That's the way I see it. But uh, as you said, Shamrocks are a great team, and as you, they had a couple, lot of tragedies during the, during the year, which, which is a pity, but it'll probably gel them together. It, it seems to have gelled them together more over the, the, in the last couple of games, and the way they play, they look, they look terrific at the moment. But hey, once you're in the final, it's anyone's game. The St. Canis' Credit Union Senior Hurling County Final between Shamrocks and James Stevens takes place this Sunday in Nolan Park at half past two. Former Shamrocks winning captain Liam Fenley talking to Barry Henriquez recalls his preparation for the final and gives his opinion on Sunday's clash. I do recall Dick and Conley myself would normally get together and we'd bait balls at each other and I'd be just hope to get the touch right and then you go in and play your game as such. But nowadays they seem to have all these mini games and I just can't understand the reason for it. But look, it's, it's an industry. It's an industry um, there's a big difference Lee, between say preparation for an All-Ireland final for instance and preparation for a, for a county final there's a huge difference in a sense and the difference that I, would strike me Al, is that in a sense the county final there's greater value in that because you're with your own you're with your own parish you're with your you're united like with an All-Ireland final you play the game you prepare for it and all that but the unity of purpose only lasts for an hour here in Belly Hill it lasts forever yeah look in fairness uh, look the natural enough to the great rewards you now with the county team and so on and so forth and uh, it's great publicity and with the social media and everything else and it's a, it's a, it's a massive it's a business I suppose but uh, the club is probably still down there a long way down now a lot further down now than it used than the, the gap is a lot bigger now with county and club than it used to be because of the publicity involved and the, 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 the amount of money that goes into training teams and the amount of people that are involved in the training of teams uh, Club is club, and uh, it's a, it's a, it's an awful it's it's a big pity that it's run off so quick nowadays because you have your whatever once it goes to knockout you have your four you have four games in five weekends I suppose and that's a pity because uh, does no one get the chance to recover if a, if a guy was unlucky enough to get an injury in the first round of the championship he's more than likely if he puts his hamstring in the first round of the championship he's more than likely to miss the whole season and that's totally and utterly wrong and uh, it's uh, be honest they really make that very difficult on young lads to stay playing with our clubs because uh, there are other options out there and uh, immigration is, a, is going to be a major problem within the, the clubs in the, in the next number of years. But they're not making it easy because everything now is put into a small gap. So, also Barry, in the old days, you win your game. Yeah. You had a chance to go for your points and enjoy it and talk about it and meet the public and go down to the field on Tuesday night and be on a high or a low depending on where the result went. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, with games coming week in, week out, they're not allowed Mix with they have to go the following morning for a recovery session. They're not allowed to enjoy it. There's no enjoyment value in the wide earthly world of it because it, it they don't get a chance to have a chat and have a drink and meet the locals and so on and so forth. So the GA want to be very very careful because I do think they're going down a, a, a the wrong road. Far too serious, isn't it, for a professional game? It's far too serious. Uh, yeah, be honest, and I do believe uh, that definitely minimum should be a fortnight between every championship game when it comes to knockout because everybody needs a chance to recover and everybody needs a chance to play if you're injured. And uh, and uh, I, I think I just think the county boards now, the big thing is the final date, the game has to be played by this date and this date only and there's n- nothing will change that. So in other words, at the end of the day, the county board can go to Crow Park. I managed to get this championship over in time. We're great. And that's unfortunate. They've been driven by 
people higher than themselves and they have no control over what's happening in their own county. For the real wrong reasons. The real wrong reasons. Money. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Liam, uh, I know this is, a, this is a lousy question. You can answer it if you like. What did the village have to do to beat the favourites? Well, Tyrone last weekend probably doing exactly what you have to do, in fairness. Uh, yeah. they, they, they set up properly. They fought for every ball. Defensively, Tyrone were very, very good. And they were in the Shamrock's faces all day long. And I know that's the way the village play as well, because the village, the six-packs the village have, do the very same thing. And uh, that's the one thing about the village. They have that. So they'll be dogged. They'll be close. And uh, they're going to, you know, at the end of the day, then I do believe the two best teams are in the county final. Uh, when you look at the village, yeah, even though they were going... Not so well at the beginning of the year, but it's not the first time they came These from. It's not the first time they came from relegation to win a county final, and the Shamrocks have done likewise. So uh, 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 the village probably have forwards who are, who can play if they're allowed play, uh, and they have a a a, 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 a good experienced player in every line. So look, they have the makings of it, uh, and looking at the Shamrocks, you always feel they should be better than they are. They're scraping through games where you feel that they're not in top gear, but they are in top gear. That's the way they are, and that's the way they're going to be. Because uh, that's the, the, the that's the, when you're at the top for a long, long time, that's what happens. And that's why teams have won five in a row before, because there is desire. You lose your desire by winning at times as well. And uh, look, the Shamus now, enough, with the players they have, you have forward line they have, you would expect, you know, you'd expect them to win most games, but uh, when you are kind of when the game is close, anybody can win it, and they all earned a club final proved that last year. Uh, I know you expect the Shamrocks to win and they deserve to be favourites at this stage, but it'll be one hell of a game, Liam, I think. Yeah, it is because, uh, as you say, you have the two best teams in it, uh, and uh, the, no, the, the village have to, you know, will naturally enough uh, will want to go out there and they'll want to beat the Shamrocks naturally enough because they're being at the, the wrong end of beatings more often than not. So uh, they'll give it all, they'll be confident. And if the Shamrocks play the way they've been playing, they will give the village the confidence to do so because the type of game is kind of a two basketball type where they're having a set game like getting their score and then they're allowing the opposition to get the ball and if they get the score then it's one all as such so that's the way it seems to go and like most basketball games if you ever watch them all it's, end up with, it's nearly a two-point game at the end of the day and that's the reason the channels have to be more aggressive they definitely have to be more aggressive and definitely have to keep their positions more than they've been keeping you fancy them though yeah, you'd have to fancy them. You'd be, you'd be saying, you'd be, you know, you'd be only Before talking rubbish if you didn't say they are favourites. And the reason they are favourites is because they have TG Reid playing for them. So, in fairness, that's, you know, the, 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 that's the help in any man's language. Liam Finley, thanks for talking to us. Thank you, Barry. Tomorrow is a big day on the hurling calendar as Shamrocks, Belly Hill and James Stevens do battle in the Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship final. And I'm delighted now to be joined on the line by Jackie Turrell. A very good afternoon to you, Jackie. Hi, Liam, how are you? Not too bad. I'm sure days like tomorrow bring back many a happy memory and maybe not so happy as well. Yeah, mixed bag of ones. Um, yeah, I suppose we've, we've probably, like most counties in Kilkenny, we've had some bad days with the Shamrock team who've kind of nearly beaten everyone at this stage. Um, a few good days sprinkled in there as well. So, um, you know, a mixed bag. But, you know, that, that's what makes the, 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 the win so special because you've gone through some tough days and some heartache. So, um, yeah, no, just great to be back in the county final and, and looking forward to going over to it now. And it's a fixture with a lot of weight, Jackie, and it's become almost an unofficial rivalry down through the years. Yeah, I suppose it, it has. I suppose 2005, we've been in the county final, um, and since then, 
you know, we've met quite uh, quite a lot of times in county finals, county semi-finals. So, yeah, we've got to know each other pretty well. And uh, a rivalry that's built up one, built on, a, you know, a lot of tradition and a lot of respect when you think of, of both the clubs and the history and the contributions to Kenny Hurland. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's set up nicely, really. Um, from a personal point of view, then, I suppose 2011 has got to be the highlight in this fixture. Um, Shamrocks went to it as went into it as hot favourites, and James Stevens really, after a replay, turned the, the whole game on its head. Yeah, I suppose that day, a lot of people would have thought we missed our chance because we were winning by a point going deep into injury time, and they got a last-minute free. But we circled the wagons, and I remember we were back into the dressing room, and our manager, Nile Rigney, said... We can go toe-to-toe with these guys. We believe we can beat them. So let's go finish off the job the next day. And that's what we did. We bit them, bit them by eight points in the replay, mainly driven by one of the greatest performances individually I've ever seen from, uh, uh, from Owen Larkin. But, you know, it was just a really special day for, for James Stephen GA Club. Mm. It was a real masterclass, Jackie. And, I mean, the conditions were quite difficult on the day as well. Can you see sim- Can you see a connection, say, between 2011 and tomorrow? The conditions are meant to be poor. Shamrocks are coming in. Not with a lot to prove, but, they're, you know, they've had a tough year off the pitch. They're going for the five in a row. I mean, there's a lot of pressure in that respect. And James Stevens are almost going in trying to ambush them. Yeah, I suppose there is. It is kind of stacked up similar to that, I suppose. The Shamrocks team are well used to dealing with pressure. And there's pressure nearly every year, whether they go for... One in a row or five in a row, they have huge standards down there and expectations. And obviously, they're probably hurting from the loss to Valley Gunner of the Club All Ireland last year. Um, you know, so that's probably fueling a lot of their performances this year, which have been really, really of a high standard. You know, we're probably coming in under the radar, had a very poor league. We're in a relegation first round when we had a good win against Downey, and they've just incrementally built on that. And confidence is really, really good within the group now, and they'll be going in. And they'll have no hang-ups on Ballahale. Look, Ballahale have beaten us before. We've beaten them, them in big days, county finals, county semi-finals. So, you know, the guys will know that if they perform to a really high level, they give themselves a really great mm. chance and opportunity. Mm. And Shamrocks will be determined for a number of factors, but the village will as well. And I think that relegation final against Liz Downey, Jackie, was a turning point. From that point onwards, we've seen a steady improvement to this stage. Yeah, we have, and I suppose that's a... The team just looked really balanced and, and it has kind of been chopping and changing throughout the league, but they just had a, a good balance to particularly down the spine of the team. Um, and you could just see that they were lacking confidence up to that game. And that game really springboarded from a confidence point of view. The team, as I say, was very set up. It's been a very settled team from, from Dan on, really, with just maybe one change with Owen Gilfoy coming in. And, uh, it, it, he was dropped in one of the games and he started another one. But there's been a lot of uh, consistent team selection and consistent performance and you could actually argue that this Lewis Town against him performed better each day really strong performance against a very fancy tennis bridge team and then they built on that with a really strong performance against Dixborough in the county semi-final so they're coming in with the trend of the trend of the team going upwards and confidence really really oozing through these guys mm. And Shamrocks, you know, they're renowned for having flair players and they play a really attractive brand of hurling. But James Stevens, I think, and it's not a criticism to say this, it's been a bit more gritty. They've had to dig out games and that, that's got to have its positives as well. Of course it is, yeah. Look, this is Kilkenny Cup hurling. This is winter hurling. We're, we're, we're in October. The rain is coming down. The pitches are starting to get heavy. This is going to be blood and thunder. This is just about digging out a performance. This is going to be about breaking ball, rough. Who's going to win those turnovers in the middle third? And then the player players kick in. But if you're not winning those uh, 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 dirty 
dirty, uh, dirty balls. You can't give the ball to the player players to make things happen and influence the game. So, you know, that's what it, or the James Stevens team will be really focused on. Really, really getting in the face of this Shamrock team. But that's easier said than done because Ballahill are quite physical, they're quite strong, they're well able to mix it. Whether you want to go toe to toe them in the trenches or you want, whether you want an open shootout, they can quite do both. And, and like the concerning thing about it, they probably had their best performance going in in the semi final against Hullerow and they'll probably play it in patches. So they'll probably be earmarking a big start improvement on that. So, you know, James Stevens has to be forewarned on that. Mm. Finally, Jackie, I won't ask you who you think will win the game, but where will the key battles be and what's the winning and the losing of the game tomorrow? I think it's the James Stevens defence, whether the village defence can hold out to Fala Hill forward line, which is almost like an inter county forward line. When you look at the embarrassment of riches of TJ Reid, Owen Cody, uh, Colin Fenley returning, returning to form, Adrian Mullen, who seems to be now the main man for them, Joey Cody came in the last time as well. Will Brian Cody come back into the set, set up? Can the James Stevens defence, who have actually been playing outstanding stuff the last couple of weeks and is probably the strongest unit of this James Stevens team? Can they stand up and hold this uh, Ballahill attack? You'd have to give them a really good chance considering the performance, particularly of Luke Murphy recently, Shane Tunnehu, Nigel Delaney. They've really, really stepped it up. So I think that will be a huge, huge area of the field that the game could be decided on. I'm joined now on the line by former Shamrocks Ballahill manager James O'Connor. And James? County final weekend, you're no stranger to that in Kilkenny. No, um, look, I was very lucky to be involved there over the last two years, so um, I've got a great feeling for it and, uh, you know, know exactly what the lads are facing tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be a big, big day. Um, tell us, what's it like on county final week? What's the build-up like? Sure, basically, Liam, I suppose, you know, it's kind of recovery, really, you know, between the matches because, as we know, look, this will be, you know, we've had a third week running now, so... You know, it's it's a case of keeping guys fresh and getting guys, you know, getting guys ready again for the weekend and just making sure that all those little niggly injuries are all sorted out really for Sunday. Yeah, and I'd imagine there's a there's a balancing act between you know getting the the finer things tuned and also getting the players ready psychologically because you know for a club hurler it's a big big day. It's a huge day um, for any club hurler, being honest with you, Liam. But look, I suppose the Shamrocks have more experience than anyone else really of, of these days, you know, and look. The local, uh, a county final to them is uh, it's just like another championship match really you know Now at times down through the years they've been accused of accused if you want to put it like that of being a championship team and maybe not prospering or blossoming blossoming in the, blossoming in the league but uh, from minute one this year James they've really come out with a team that looks like they have something to prove Yeah look um, in fairness to the Shamrocks you know I suppose especially against the latter end of the year you know they're always they're always uh, nearly in full flow you know but like, look, the Kilkenny Championship is a bit unusual, as in, you know, I suppose take it this year now, you know, they have five or six games just in the league side alone, um, you know, in order in order even just to get the Championship. So, like, you know, timing is a lot too, you know, if you can get if you can get your run right and get the timing right and get players kind of, you know, keeping the form, getting better and better as you go, it can be a big plus, uh, you know, I suppose by the end of the year, you know. Mm. And as a manager, would you prefer uh, James Stevens, obviously, obviously have a two-week break heading into this final due to unfortunate circumstances, Shamrocks faced Tullerone last Saturday. Which, um, from a manage- manager's point of view, suits better? Um, look, believe it or not, I actually think, you know, the, the three weeks in a row won't phase the Shamrocks. I think, um, like, when they get into that, into, into that kind of a mould, they kind of, you know, go from week to week quite easily. So, it won't affect them, I suppose, with an average, you know, with 
with any other team I'd be saying you know look the two week break is great in between just to freshen up again and again get get those injuries ready and just you know have your have your light week mm. so it would probably suit that a bit more but look the three weeks in a row I don't think it's going to affect the Shamrocks mm. um, What's impressed you most about them this year I mean last year was a very very good year up until that All-Ireland Club final and I know that was a tough day for you and the rest of the players as well the manner in which Ballygunner got over the line um, have you been impressed by the way the Shamrocks have responded to that and they look like a team that just looks like they look like they don't want to be hurt again and they want to go that extra step this year Look, the Shamrocks will always raise the bar no matter what team, you know, and they have targets and, you know, they have a standard that they want to stay at. Um, and I've been impressed, especially with a couple of their younger players coming in this year, you know. Niall Shortall and Killian Cochran are two very good lads, and I saw a bit of them in my last year um, when I was there. You know, they came in and they were training with me, um, and they were definitely lads of the future. And, you know, the Shamrocks are amazing, even though they mightn't be going at 100 miles an hour at, at underage level. You know, they seem to always pick out these one or two lads who can just step up into the senior grade and, and you know, get in there and get their game time. And, you know, they're proving to be um, a big plus to the, I suppose, to the team this year again, you know. Yeah, and James Stevens will be no easy opposition tomorrow. They're a side that's really steadily improved as the year has gone by. And Brian Cody, a key attribute to their backroom staff. Actually, look, he's a huge man to have on the sideline. Like, you know, his presence alone is probably worth a couple of points to the team. Um, and in fairness to, to the village, I will say this from, you know, over the, especially over the two years that I was there, they're a very good hurling team. Like, they will match the Shamrocks for hurling um, over the hour. I have no doubt about that. Um, and again, you know, for me, they're a team that wouldn't be afraid of the Shamrocks either because they have good hurlers throughout the team. So, you know, I'm expecting a really good hurling game actually tomorrow. And it, look, it'll be who'll be who'll be there in the final ten minutes then to push on over the line. That's who's going to win tomorrow. Yeah, and there'll be a number of key battles th- throughout the sixty minutes. Um, if you're a James, James Stevens are going into it as underdogs. If you're in their backroom staff, is it a case of trying to, if it's possible at all, to play the game on their terms and not be, you know, playing second fiddle to the Shamrocks in the way they want to play? Well, I think the village can't, they can't afford uh, to give the Shamrocks a foothold in this game from the start because if they do, they could be playing catch-up, you know, for, for, for 45 minutes here. Um, I think they need to be with the Shamrocks by, at half-time and I think the 10 minutes of the second half would be vital for them. And if they, can, if they can stay in with the Shamrocks and, you know, go down the home stretch with 10 minutes to go neck and neck, it'll be a very exciting finish. Yeah, it should be a great game. And uh, I presume you're just going to edge towards the Shamrocks to get over the line tomorrow? Well, look, after being in the camp for two years and knowing the lads, um, and like this would be a five in a row uh, county final, you know, I, I think I think the bit will be between their teeth tomorrow. And look, I would have to give them the nod by a couple of points tomorrow. The logistics of of uh, mounting uh, the whole works and get the wagon on the road for a county final, that's demanding, Barry. What's involved? It is, I suppose, every year. We tend to, well, I suppose with COVID, we didn't do it. We honour a team of the past. That's the first thing we, we, we look. Once the game is fixed, that's the next thing we look at. What team will we honour? And this year we're honouring the All-Ireland winning team of 1972. And uh, the 18 surviving members of that team will be honoured at halftime in the senior game. And uh, the team trainer of that team was none other than Mick Lanigan. So he's alive and well. and Still it's great. Hearty. He is and hopefully he'll be with us as well. So that's the first thing has to be arranged. The final has been televised. We would have known that maybe from a while back because obviously TG Carr or whoever is going to televise it book in their dates like well, well in advance and they schedule the whole thing. 
So that means that we had to have our county final fixture date available a, a long while back. And uh, I suppose uh, players plan around those things as well, you know. Everybody has to start off assuming they're going to get to the final. And they make their plans accordingly. So sometimes people say, like when the Linster Championship gets pushed back, which it did this year, not of our making, got pushed back late in the time by two or three weeks. Somebody said, well, could we not play the county final later? But uh, to be honest, uh, if we do that, there'd be a lot of uh, maybe dissatisfied players and that out there who kind of planned their lives around this, the, the county final day in, in Nolan Park. I presume you'll be first man here on Sunday morning. Well, I'm very close to it. I won't be too far off it, I'd say. And there won't yeah. be, I'd say there might be one other car here so maybe. So when what I come. do you do? What, what do you start with? I suppose my my own thing is probably starting already on the gates section of it now, which I, I'm already lining up people to, to scan. And all that stuff now has to be done with PAY, PRSI, and it's not just straightforward any, yeah. anymore. Like it's not a case of here you are, like here, here's some money for you. They're yeah. all done on, on, on the PAY system now, and it does mean that there's a lot of time involved. Um, obviously, the, the oh, stewards. It's yours to that, is it? No, or the, the people on the gates. The people on the gates that are scanning. Most, most of them are volunteers. But look, yeah. a lot of young people are scanning now, and like they have to be paid, like to yeah, come in the sure. day and to be sure that you're going to have them. But stewards outside the gate are very important now at the moment because there are headaches around the gate. Needless to say, with people yeah. having to buy tickets beforehand online or in the Super Valley and Central Supermarket. So we're trying to have people outside the gate to help in our Repeat cases. that again, please. Barry, there tickets are tickets are available, available on, online for and, and the discounted ones are online as well for students and pensioners. The um, uh, supermarkets are just full price tickets. We wish there were both prices, but unfortunately with Crow Park, I thought they would have them ready for the county final, but they don't have them ready yet. We're not in a position to offer them, and it's not it's outside of our control. Question, all entrances will be open, will be available, won't they? Or you hope they will, will they? Well, we'll be working anyway, certainly, at what we call McAvoy's Gate. That's the, the, the big white gate behind the, uh, the Grass Paddy Gray stand. And we'll have behind the Ardon Brannock, the Ollie Wells stand as well open. We'll probably, what we term as um, Paddy Fry's entrance. Where's that? It is at Paddy Fry's house. Where's Paddy Fry's house, Barry? Just, just uh, alongside, the tr you come in by the tractor shed there, Paddy Fry's the oh, house. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a house in the corner there, yeah. so uh, with all due respect to Paddy Fry and calling it after him. But it's always known in, in, internally as Paddy Fry's entrance, but it is at the tractor shed. Mm. We might have uh, those turnstiles at, at um, government buildings open, or a small number of them. Uh, I'm not sure yet whether I'd be in a position. That's dependent on manpower, is it? It is, yeah. And now look, there's a whole lot of manpower inside as well, yeah. which we have, we're very lucky to have an excellent event controller in Seamus Reid. And he gets all the stewards for the inside. And that has to be managed and seriously managed on county final day, particularly when you have presentations and you have two matches and uh, you're trying to keep the sideline as free as you can. These games, this game, the second game is going out on television, so we have to be at our best behaviour. Well. Yeah, this is our, 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 our Kilkenny County Board, the Kilkenny Hurlings internal All Ireland or, or, or Super Bowl or whatever you might like to term it in Kilkenny, but it's where everybody wants to be. And hopefully, this Sunday, the games in Waterford, 
There's no hurling in Waterford at the moment. They're all football. There's no hurling in Wexford. It's all football. Hurling and football is over in Leash. Hurling and football is over in Carlow. I don't think the Tip County finals is Sunday week. Mm-hmm. So we'd expect to get yeah, a fair spill-in of people from spill those counties. So a big crowd is expected. So please come early mm-hmm. and buy your ticket in advance. Yeah. Sport updates with Hennessy Sports New Park Shopping Centre. Kilkenny's only locally owned sports shop.